welcome back to the Intentional Dad podcast for men and their families on a journey to embrace and fulfill the promise of fatherhood. My name is Eric Manley, and I am very excited to have you back with us today. And I am particularly excited for what we have in store for you today. Well, I'm a little selfish in saying that. I am taking the opportunity uh, on this occasion to speak with my oldest son. I'll introduce him to you in a moment. His name is Ben. And the background for this is actually something that is really, really cool and fun for me, is I asked Ben if he would write the foreword for my book, which was in and of itself a very special thing for me to be able to do. Um, Because of the journey that we've shared, it felt like it was just going to be a great fit. And so I asked him if he would do that, and he did. And he wrote something that he called Growing Up the Son of an Intentional Dad. And it was a really special surprise. It was a treat for me as I read that. Um, because what he was putting on paper was uh, reminiscing about our story. And so for this podcast, um, our very first full show, I wanted to start there. Um, I'm anxious to introduce you to my son, and I'm anxious to uh, invite you in to just a, a little taste of our story and what we've shared. So with that, uh, let me introduce you to my son. This is Ben. Ben, tell him hi. <laughs> hi, everyone. Um, I've been excited for this for a long time. So, well, so maybe before we begin, Ben, why don't you just just tell him a little bit about uh, about yourself, your stage of life, kind of what you're what you're doing with your time now, and and you know a little bit of what's coming. Yeah, yeah. So I am currently going into my senior year of college. I'm studying at the University of Michigan. Uh, 21 years old, and so I'm looking at post-graduation plans right now and, uh, you know, trying to figure out the next stage of life. Um, Right now I'm working for a fantastic company in the area. It's a bank. Yeah. So you are are preparing to uh, move into Mm post-college life, which is just a continuation of the journey we've been on. Mm -hmm. And so... um, I'm anxious to share that story. So, Ben, first of all, I guess let's just let's just start there, right? The the invitation that I gave you to write the foreword. Um, tell a little bit of the story about um, what kind of happened with that, and what ended up going onto the page for for the foreword. Yeah. So, um, I I was so honored and felt very special, which, I mean, we're going to talk about it more, um, later, I know, but just there've, there've been multiple times throughout my life where you've invited me to things and if I feel so honored and so, you know, um, like important, um, that you want to invite me to do this, but this was just another example. And I, I was like, man, that is, that is so cool because watching you write the book, you know, for, what was it? Six months? thereabouts six to seven um, something like that yeah. every day uh coming home from work or you know checking in uh over the phone while I was at college um and just hearing how that book was progressing along I was like you know it would be so cool if I was able to you know have the outlet to say something about how this impacted me because 
it is the single most important and um, life-changing gift that you were able to give me, inviting me on this journey into initiation and a, a personal life with Jesus. Um, so when you asked me if I would be willing to write the forward, I was like, heck yes, I've been waiting for this for a couple months, hoping that you would let me do it. And um, so that was, I, I was just over the moon for it. And um, <laughs> then came actually thinking about what I was going to write. And I was like, oh, okay, like <laughs> this is happening now. Now yeah. I need to put uh, pen oh, and paper. Cool, dad asked me, now what? Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So that was um, more difficult to think about. And I, I was kind of spinning my wheels for, uh, I'd say a couple of weeks, figuring out like... I have no idea what that's like. <laughs> never, never, ever. <laughs> And so that was that was tricky, and I knew generally, like, okay, I kind of want to kind of want to talk about this. I've got these thoughts, you know. But the more I thought about it intentionally, um, slowly that the the general idea of what I wanted to write came together, and um, then I, I it was right after we or I, right after I finished my semester of college, uh, you know, my my junior year. Yeah. And you and I sat down to watch a documentary titled Dads. And I, I had saved it throughout the, the semester because I was like, oh, this looks, this looks interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to watch it at some point, And I think that it would be cool to watch it with you. Mm-hmm. And so we sat down and watched it. Yeah. And yeah, I remember, I remember that. that yeah. It's a good show. It's really, <laughs> really good. I, I highly recommend yep. it. And I went into watching that little bit of an agenda. I was trying to see if there was going to be any, any spark of inspiration for, you know, what I wanted to write about. Mm -hmm. And luckily there was, there was, it was a very cool start to this whole documentary. They just got a ton of dads in a, in a room, you know, like one-on-one interviews back to back to back. And they asked them the same questions. And the one that every dad paused on and like, didn't have an answer or came up with like an intentionally goofy answer was a dad is blank. Yeah. What is a father? And they had to fill in the blank, Mm -hmm. right? They were asked to give one or two words to fill in the blank. Yeah. Yeah. And I I remember watching that too. And I remember thinking on behalf of myself, how would I answer that question? Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh man, if I'm put on the spot right there, I, I need some time. I need yeah. some time to sit with that. And how would I fill in that blank? Right. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of interesting to me to have that internal wrestling match kick off in me mm-hmm. to watch the men on the, on the documentary wrestling with it. Yeah. And what I didn't know at the time is I'm kind of paying attention to my internal world. I had no idea that this was, um, kind of becoming an inspiration for you. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, keep, keep going. And then what, what happened after that? Well, yeah. So I, I was thinking about it and I was like, uh, you know, so in that documentary, it, I thought it would have been so cool if they had brought in a couple kids and asked the same question. And I think that they would have, you know, they would have come up with answers pretty quick. Mm-hmm. You know, the simpler ones, like my dad is the best person in the world yeah. or the superhero or, you know, it, yeah. all good childlike answers, right. very endearing and sweet. And I thought through 
and I wondered what would I say my dad was at each kind of formative stage of development right. in my life. And this is what I really loved. This is this was the really sweet surprise. Because mm-hmm. as you were writing, you didn't tell me what you were writing about. Yeah. You, we didn't, you didn't consult. You didn't come to me and say, hey, I thought about going this direction with it. What do you think? Yep. Nope. You just kind of went off in your own little corner. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, he's got it. You know, whatever. He'll come up with something. Yeah. Uh, and you got done and you put it in front of me. I was like, Oh, that's really cool. All right. That is really cool. So you really surprised me, Uh right? And so, yeah, and that's going to be the fun thing to kind of share, right? So first of all, let me just say, if you are interested in reading the foreword, as as you know from the pilot podcast, there is a book coming. Obviously, we've been talking about that. Uh, Won't be out until January. However, Patreon members, one of the benefits you get is you now have access to the foreword. We are sharing that with... Uh, Patreon subscribers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you want to read what Ben wrote, you, um, well, you have access to it here at this point, five months in advance. So yep. yay, good for you. <laughs> you get to read that. Um, and along with that, of course, uh, this this conversation we're having. So you started going through the stages. Yeah. And, um, of course, first that meant a trip down memory lane for you, mm-hmm. right? So you're, mm-hmm. you're kind of going back into, into those years. And actually what's, what's really cool about this is you're covering years of our journey together, father and son, yeah. before we set out on what I now call this journey of intentional fatherhood, right? Yeah. This adventure, right? Yeah. That would come some years later, yeah. right? So you are remembering back when you were pretty tiny, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. start there. Tell tell uh, tell a little bit about where where you started that that little trip yourself down memory lane. Yeah, yeah. So for those of you who haven't read the forward yet, um, I, I start out and I, I cover my toddler years first, and I, you know I I go through as as. I develop and grow up. But in my toddler years, what I remember most about how we related is you were a stay-at-home dad and you were going to seminary school in the evenings. Mm-hmm. And so for me, you know, I was like, well, you know, mom's home in the evenings, but all the, the whole daytime, play, 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 play mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And that was a joy every day. Um, I don't, I don't have many specific moments, you know, because I was so young, I just, you know, I don't remember all of them anymore, but the moments I do remember, we were always doing something together and particularly we were doing things that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So, um, I remember there was, there was one day when we went to a store and got like this Nerf gun set and it was two pistols so that you could play and I could play. Mm-hmm. And mom was making dinner in the kitchen and we're running around the house like maniacs chasing each other with these Nerf guns. And I was I was so small, like I was so little, I did not have the strength to pull back the spring. I do remember that. Yep. Yes. And so like I would I would run, yell and I would shoot the gun at you. And, you know, like full strength, I had to grip it as hard as possible and you would stand still and let me shoot you. And then 
you know, I'd shoot and you'd chase me around and you'd chase me around. And I'm trying to like, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm getting chased. So I'm like nervous all of a sudden. <laughs> and so I'm like trying to put the bullet into the gun and I'm like trying to pull the, you know, pull the gun back and I can't do it. So I'm like, time out. Yeah. I can't shoot my gun. Yeah. And so yeah. I'd pause and I'd come over and yeah. I'd take the gun to you. And I'd, like, get it, yeah. I'd get it ready for you and then game on again. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, yeah, right. So yeah. there, yeah. Were, there yeah. were so many moments like I riding the, riding the bike around the block, mm-hmm. um, playing football yeah. in the living room, just like all these, they're so nostalgic memories for me because those were, those were, that was what my heart needed most out of that stage in my life. What you were to me, you know, some kids would say, Oh, my dad is the superhero or he's the, you know, he runs the world for me. You were my playmate. Yeah. And that is what I needed most out of you. I wanted a buddy to enjoy the best things that the world could offer. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, that was Nerf guns, football, cars, you know, Thomas the Tank Engine tracks all yeah. like simple things, and what I loved is you were at the drop of a dime, um, willing and overjoyed to participate in those things with me because I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and just to be clear, you're talking about like toddler preschool years. Yes, here, right? yes. This so. is before. Um, before I hit elementary school. Yeah. Yeah. And so we did, we, we did play a lot. Yeah. We, we did a lot of that stuff. And so, so playmate, right. So, so you're filling in the blank. So a dad is, Mm -hmm. you are remembering yourself as a four-year-old Ben Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and Ben at four years old would say my playmate. Yes. Fascinating. Yeah. Super cool. And that brings back a lot of happy memories for me. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So, um, that was toddler preschool years. Mm-hmm. You continued on, obviously. Yep. Elementary years. We're we're next. We're yep. we're uh, we're a big boy now. We're in school. <laughs> okay. Yep. Some things are changing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Keep going. What and, uh, what else? What else uh, started to unfold at that point? Yeah, and the the chief changes among like everything was in elementary school. I started to have playmates of my own that were my age. I remember. We moved to a new neighborhood and I became friends with someone a couple houses down and then they were friends with someone right across the street with me. And then a a year or so later, someone else moved in a couple houses uh, the other way down the street. And so we we were our own playmates for the most part. And that didn't take away from I still deeply desired doing things with you and being a playmate with you. But at the same time, I also wanted to be invited into some of the things that you were doing because, you know, I'm my my horizons were expanding. I am going to school every day now. Unlike you know preschool, I think it was like four hours a day maybe. Yeah. Um, and so I'm going to school all day now. I'm getting introduced to a lot of other cool things with my friends. And so I'm like, oh, there's there's so much more in this world than I knew. <laughs> and, oh, who knew? what's dad doing? Yeah. Oh, he's like, I think around that time you were picking up a guitar. I was like, you know, dad's playing guitar. I'm going to play guitar too. Yeah. Um, and I don't... I, I think that you actually did get me a guitar <laughs> so yeah, that I could yeah. join you in that. Yeah. But... 
that being like the, the point being there that in that stage, you invited me into so many things that we still share to this day. And some of the reason of that is because I wanted to know that I was welcomed and, um, appreciated by you that it, like my presence was what mattered more than, um, you know, you getting to do your thing exactly how you wanted to do it. Um, so yeah, that, I mean, there's plenty of examples. And in the forward, I mentioned being a Cubs fan, I was oh, actually, that was the unedited version, I think. Oh, well, I, I think <laughs> surprise, surprise, unedited so, version. All right. Sorry. Little, little, uh, little bit of how the sausage is made, right? So, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, obviously, uh, no surprise to the listeners that there's an editing process that goes on when you write a book. So, uh, Ben experienced that as well, right? Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, this is the time and place we can unpack a little bit of that, yeah. though. So, yes, yeah. you are remembering um, something. And I remember that being in the unedited version. Yeah. Just so re- readers aren't confused, right? Who go back, you know, yes, uh, yes. listeners. I'm sorry, Thank you. listeners, right? Thank you for the yeah. clarification. Yeah. So, yeah, around that time, I was invited to go to a Cubs game with you and my uncles and my grandpa. And that was something where, uh, you know, pretty much the time that I hit elementary school for a couple of years, I was like, oh, dad and my uncles are going to Chicago for this, like, adventure. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that sounds cool. Yeah. I, I want to be invited along. Yeah. And the year that I was invited, I was like, Really? Yeah. Like, this is so cool. This right, is special. Right, right. And I, I felt so honored. Like, yeah. it, you know, like when you invited me to write the forward, I was like, this is, it just, it, I feel so important and loved yep. because I'm invited into this thing that I think, when I think of dad, yeah, I think of this thing. Yeah. 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 And so getting invited into that same space is so special. Um, so it was, it was a calling forward, yes, right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Some of the other things at golf, both of us enjoy that still. Yep. And the point of this book, <laughs> you right. invited me into this journey of intentional fatherhood. Yeah. And so this is where I can put a little bit of background to that. Right. So mm-hmm. there was, uh, well, the book unpacks the whole story here, but this was a very stormy time in my life. Yeah. It was yeah. it was a massive undoing yeah. for me that kind of led to a, a searching, yeah. right? Where I was asking and desperately seeking clarity mm-hmm. on and understanding of mm-hmm. fatherhood as mm-hmm. God designed it, okay? Out of that, and this is a little bit of what I touched on in in the pilot podcast. That's that's what the vision for this ten year journey that we're um, that we are still living through as a family today, mm-hmm. right? With your sister, with your younger brother, you have been through the ten year journey. Now you're just kind of you're on the other side of that. Yeah, doesn't mean our journey's ended. Right, no. it's still <laughs> continuing, but. Um, but the specific vision was for the 10 years preparing for that initiation. This is the time that, um, for me, I'm kind of going through those periods of growth yeah. that allowed me to ultimately see that and yeah. then start moving toward that. 
with our family, right? So you, as at that time, an eight-year-old boy, actually, I think you expressed it, were feeling some distance from me. Yeah. And I, I I mean, I couldn't quite put my finger on it, obviously, because I, I was eight years old. I didn't understand everything going on. And yeah, I, I remember you spending a lot of days in your study room, reading, journaling, praying. Um, and I didn't entirely understand what for or um, how long you were going to be doing it. All I knew is that out of all of the rooms in the house, there was one that I wanted to be in. <laughs> and it was that study room. Yep. And that was difficult. I'm sure that was difficult for you and also difficult for me to not understand, you know, what my, what my heart needed most was to be invited into the things that you enjoyed doing and that you wanted. And I suppose I should clarify, not just to be invited into the things that you did, but also to be affirmed in that invitation. Mm. Mm -hmm. So I'll pause for a second and go back to one of the things that you invited me to. When you invited me to join you at a driving range to golf, Mm -hmm. I did not just need that invitation to come along with you, but also any level of good shot or skill or whatever I did, Anything that was even slightly good, I needed that affirmed. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I was not good because I was eight years old. Mm-hmm. But I think there was, uh, you know, every great once in a while I had a good shot. And mm-hmm. the praise that I got from that filled my heart to mm-hmm. the brim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So bringing that back to um, that time when you, you were in your study every day. I wanted to join you in that and be a part of that. I didn't know what you were doing in there, but I was like, I got to be there. And when you finally invited me into that space, I was honored and um, felt this level of partnership, like you want to do this with me and share this with me. And so there was affirmation immediately. in everything that I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. And looking back, this is, this is an important thing to unpack. And I'd, I'd love for you to do your best to go back to what you were able to understand Mm -hmm. about that invitation at eight years old. Yeah. So as your father, I knew to sit down and say, okay, Ben, there's this thing I'm seeing. (laughs) It is a 10 year adventure. Mm-hmm. Are you interested? <laughs> I knew you were going to say, well, yeah, right? <laughs> you know, and yep. and um I knew that it wasn't just about the invitation, right? That yeah. for for a 10-year journey of what we were talking about, there was a huge responsibility I felt within that to as best I could help you at 8 years old to understand what I was inviting you into mm-hmm. more than, hey, cool adventure with dad. It's going to take 10 years. Yay. Right. Yeah. No, I wanted you to have some bearings 
right? Yeah. And I knew that there was going to be some limitations. You were eight, right? Uh, so there were limitations there, absolutely. And even with those limitations, I firmly believed you could understand enough to know what you were saying yes to. Now, yeah. here we are all these years later, obviously with each year, your capacity to understand what it was I was inviting you into at eight years old grew. <laughs> You're an adult now. You see it now all the way. I'm yeah. asking you, can you remember as an eight-year-old boy how much you understood? Limited, understood. Yeah. But how much you understood and were you able to look back and say, I knew enough to know what dad was inviting me into. To a degree. So uh, the, the thing that I remember most is I remember 10 year journey getting thrown around and I was like, wow, that's a long time. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But from what, I remember the focus of that conversation was preparing me for the first stage more than anything. And we were keeping right. the, you know, keeping the focus pretty short term. Right. And so I knew, okay, tenure process, um, that was mentioned. I don't think that that really sunk in until probably four years later, yeah. honestly, when I was in middle school. Yep. And I was like, oh, okay, so this is this is a 10-year right. like, thing. But at eight, what I remember focusing on was, if you are willing to join me in this, then this summer we are going to prepare you for your baptism. And here is what this entails. Yes. And so you said we're going to talk about six general topics and I'm going to be talking with you every week about these things. And I was like, wait a minute, you mean that I get to go into the study room once a week, every week, (laughs) the entire summer, sign me up. And that was, that was what mattered. I knew to a degree, okay, this is obviously very serious. Dad wants me to join him in something 10 years is a long time, but for the summer, like that's still, that's, that's an undertaking. I didn't entirely understand what I was getting into at all, but I knew this was more than, Hey, do you want to go to the driving range today? Right. Right. You, you, so generally speaking, you understood the magnitude of it um, as an eight year old would like, Whoa, that's a long time. This is serious. Mm -hmm. You understood that there were stages. Mm -hmm. You understood that the first stage was going to require some preparation. Yes. And then you understood within the preparation what those things were that we were looking at. Mm -hmm. And you began to appreciate their importance. Yes. Those are things. That was my goal. That was my hope. And so, yay, yay, dad. And in true eight-year-old fashion, I think we got done with that conversation. And I said, yes, I would like to join you in that. You said, awesome. Okay. All right. That's it. I I wasn't planning on talking about anything else. And I was like, okay, can we go play Mario? Yeah. (laughs) Like it just immediately the the gear switched, but. (laughs) Moving on. Right. Okay. 
Okay, so these are early elementary years. Um, uh, okay, fill in the blank. A dad is, now we're talking about 8, 9, 10-year-old Ben, yeah. says what? He was the most important person in the world to me. Um, I debated about putting it in the forward, but I would say you were my idol. And everything that you did, I wanted to emulate because it was the coolest thing that anyone could do. And so even though I still wanted playmates like in my toddler years, what I wanted most or as well in that stage was to be just like you. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so so moving on, the early elementary years. Yep. Okay. Now they're starting to give way to the storm. Hmm. The storm we call adolescence, right? <laughs> um, and, you know, any human being who has... Uh, been through that storm. <laughs> we we all know our own stories, right? And yeah. we're we're talking fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, right? Mm-hmm. Those middle school years, those those late elementary years. Mm-hmm. And you know, this is this is a con- conversation that's unfolding with your little brother Ian right yep. now. He is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're tough years, right? And, you know, one way I describe it are the tween years, right? Because yep. this is where that transition happens, where the little boy, little girl is being left behind as you move more and more and more toward adulthood, really, yeah. right? It's the roots of adulthood. That's why we call it the tween years. They're caught in between. Yep. That letting go of the childhood and moving toward adulthood. Yep. So a lot of awkward, <clears throat> crazy, weird stuff physically, emotionally, yeah. and oh heaven, spiritually. Here we are. So yes. there, there's there's a little background. This is what you're moving into right here in your forward. You know, you you did this in three sentences, but <laughs> um, so. That's starting to unfold for you. The elementary years, dad is your idol. Is, yeah. Now that's giving way to something else. Yes. Do yes. tell. So I more and more wanted to have my own adventures mm-hmm. and to really test my limits and see, okay, look at, I can do these things. And for me, from my story, that predominantly showed itself in sports. Mm -hmm. And that is around the time when I started to specialize in one sport, which for me was wrestling. Yep. Um, I know it was up until fourth grade. I was playing around with baseball and football and, um, you know, wrestling was in there. Um, I think there was one other, but you know, I was, I had my, you were golfing. I was, yes, I was, I was dipping my toe in the water in a lot of Mm -hmm. different sports and eventually decided, you know what? Wrestling is a one, one V one sport, all the glory and all the, all the agony. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was, that was the one that I wanted to specialize in. And through my tween years, is when I really, really dove into the sport and set 
uh, <laughs> moonshot goals for myself. I know I wanted to place at the state level for my, you know, for the youth uh, yep. age bracket. Yep. And that was a goal that I chased all four of those teen or tween years. Yep. And, you know, that was, you know, I, I got it one year. You did. And yep. that was, it's still one of the most cherished memories that I have mm. because that was a, I felt very capable and saw all of the hard work that I put in mm-hmm. for years mm-hmm. paying off and the, the joy that I felt at accomplishing something I had my sights on for so long was really, really impactful for me. Um, and I, I had it in other areas too, but you know, in the tween years specifically before I hit high school, that was the biggest area for me was athletics and, you know, putting, uh, putting my effort into accomplishment. Right. Yep. And it, and it showed up in other things, right? Yes. It, you know, it was, it was a, a time where you really started to take ownership of your academics. Yep. Um, you know, I, I remember, and I, I'm not going to remember if this was the unedited version or the edited version, but we could talk about it. It's the, so the, the whole bit about family vacations, yes. right? And um, we did a lot of trips to national parks. Yes. And, and I remember your mother and I actually getting frustrated with you because we'd go on these trails to check out these beautiful places in these national parks. And there were signs that said, stay on the trail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, for whatever reason, which <laughs> no, I know the reason, right? Yeah, you you wanted to get outside the confines. You wanted to find your yes. your own paths, and in this case, literally. Yeah, and the sign was an affront. An affront, <laughs> and that made you want to do it more. Yes, right, and so. Which I remember some of those vacations, like Ben, you got to stop doing this. Yeah, and you're like, but adventure, it's you know, out there. it's right there, like Russell, like Russell from Up. Yeah, adventure is out there, right. or or that's actually Carl, but regardless, right, right, right. Um, yeah, and for the record, I still do that to this day. All right. Well, <laughs> just don't, just don't tell your mom. Yeah. That's all, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, that was that was the time in my life when we would go on these family vacations and they went from, oh, look, it's another place we get to stand and there's the earth, to, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, there's a rock over there. I know I could walk to it and it's telling me, it is, it is screaming, it's, it's climb calling, yeah, me. Calling, I needed yeah. that. And then, yeah. you know, um, going to northern Michigan and seeing some of the, you know, some of the trails and in, into the right. woods. Right. And the woods were just screaming like wilderness, right. you know, adventure, explore. explore. Right. And I, I wanted to so badly, I, I grew to, you know, really get annoyed with the beaten path trails because well, someone's already been here. Right. There's nothing adventurous about this. It's yep. controlled. Yeah. Even though, you know, it's still a national park, but that was the yearning of my heart to go explore adventure and find my own capability. It showed up more too over over high school. Girls were suddenly more interesting in an area where 
oh, maybe I can, you know, test my capabilities here and see if I can, you know, catch the interest of somebody. So um, a lot of really important things happening at this time, yeah. right? And you're, you're, you're doing what happens in the tween years. You're figuring out how to start spreading your wings, mm-hmm. right? And finding your way. And another really important thing that is becoming very relevant for you, and it falls in the category that we as a family language we use, is identity. Mm-hmm. Identity issues were becoming very, very important, very relevant to you. Yeah, that was a very central theme. Yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> So all of that is unfolding, and that's all what's kind of, those are elements of the storm. Yes. Um, Dad. Dad is blank to tween Ben. (laughs) You, uh, we, we learned over time. You were my cheerleader Mm -hmm. and that is what I needed from you. Um, in, the tween years in high school, which we'll talk more about here soon. Um, but yes, in the tween years, it was much more, it was, it was a slow letting go and allowing me to get further and further and further along. And, um, the analogy that I used in the foreword was like a, a dad letting go of their kid learning to ride a bike. So letting go of the, of the mm, seat. Mm-hmm. Right. And just letting them, you know, eventually you got to let go of that seat and stand and watch as they ride off. And, you know, it wasn't like a, well, you know, see you later, dad. I'm about to do my own thing. I, you know, catch you in five years. Um, I regularly wanted to come back to you. Right. Um, and still, you know, wanted, the same things from those earlier stages right. as well. But I thought that was a really cool point that you made. And you did a lot in this forward, man. <laughs> you did a lot. But you did. You made you made that point that moving from stage to stage and your answer changing didn't mean that the old answer went away. This is like a cumulative thing. Yes. Right? And, yes. And that was that was really fascinating insight. So yeah. anyway, this is this is what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And and what I needed most in these tween years, and even more so in high school, was to go on my own and test my limits. You know, yeah. I I did not need, um, would not have been healthy if I was constantly looking to do anything and everything with you. Um, so yeah, wrestling became more and more of my own thing. Mm-hmm. You, uh, during the tween years were my coach, you were, right. you were the team coach. And by the time high school came around, that was no longer healthy. Right. And so that was, it was my own thing at that point. You were still there for, Every single competition, I think you missed one yeah. in four years, right. which was another beautiful gift. Um, but you weren't there for a single practice. Correct. And so that was a necessary um, stepping into my own adventure for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. And so the, the, the gradual handoff took me from 
kind of being the guide and teacher and gradually shifting over more and more and more to alongside you as a cheerleader. Yes. So you filled in yes. that blank with that word cheerleader. And so that was kind of that transition from the early adolescent years to the later ones. And now we're getting really close to the end of our journey yeah. of, of this, of this initiation process. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and to be clear, what we're not talking about here are the specifics of the spiritual road that we walked. Yeah. Right. Well, we're, we're, we're just talking about your experiences with this, um, individually, right? Yep. What you were experiencing as your, as your childhood was unfolding, yep. right? Um, so here we are, we're kind of coming, coming toward the end of the road. Um, and actually how this is unfolding here, um, I, I had mentioned to you um, that I actually thought we would have a couple of conversations yeah. here, right? Yeah. The first one being a journey through the forward. Um, but I also wanted to take a little bit of time to get into more detail on what it was like kind of toward the end. Yeah. Because this is where it all kind of came together. And, yeah. And actually there's, there's a lot to talk about yeah. there. Um, and not just what was leading up to the end and the initiation itself. I would be fascinated to continue a conversation with you about what it's been like since. Yes. Right. Your, your early years of adulthood and how maybe all of this has kind of come together and is continuing to play out for you. What is, yeah. what does that look like? Right. Yeah. So we have covered most of the forward yep. at this point. Um, I think at this point it would be good to maybe have that conversation in the following podcast. Yes. Right. Cut this into, so we got a two parter. We got a two parter. Right. And, um, I, yeah, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. So, um, let me just say this here. Um, thank you. <laughs> this, this has been really fun to one, have the conversation, but most of all, um, just this was a, this was actually a personal, I, I received this as a personal gift, hmm. right? That, um, you took my invitation for one to write the forward and for two to have been so thoughtful about it and, in doing that, um, you offered a gift that we are, we are sharing. Um, this little trip down memory lane is, it's, it's precious, right? And, you know, again, just to reiterate, we're hitting the highlights. Yeah. Right. And the overall takeaways of what each of these stages meant to you. Yeah. Right. And how you would answer that. Uh, within that is a, there's a whole lot of twists and turns and ups yes. and downs, mistakes, victories. Um, there's a whole story there, right? Um, so again, just kind of coming back, you know, to, to anybody listening out there, do not leave with the impression that we just had this smooth sail and it was just all, <laughs> it was all rosy dancing, Absolutely dancing through the fields. Not. No. It was far from it. Um, we... Well, we, we like to call it, I was your guinea pig. Yeah, yeah, and, and, that's, so and that's absolutely true. There was right? a lot of trial and error. Yeah, a whole lot of that. So, um, yeah, let's continue the conversation. We'll do, we'll do another podcast, and we'll, we'll just spend that time kind of putting a microscope on that final year, yeah. the initiation itself, yeah. 
and what it's been like in the following. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So with that, I think we will, we will wrap up this conversation and I just want to, uh, want to again say thank you for your time with us, joining the intentional dad, uh, joining me, my son, uh, sitting in, uh, well, sharing in the reminiscing. And so I'll just leave you with that. And again, I thank you for joining us on The Intentional Dad. May God bless you and your family very richly. 